0: I would like to acknowledge that the Teach Reach podcast is operating on the unceded traditional territories of the Matzki, Kwantlen, Keitsi, and Semihamu First Nations. Growing up on ancestral territory of the Taino people, and now as an invited guest on Turtle Island, I recognize the immense impact that the land has had on me. The land has taught me respect, reciprocity, reverence, humility, and responsibility, through indigenous knowledges i learned that the land carries stories histories medicine and gifts that enable us to reflect and connect with ourselves and our communities as a stories focused podcast i understand the value of investigating place and space to grapple with real world issues i seek to support the ways that indigenous peoples are using to protect their land and communities it is my intention to continue learning how to properly honor and care for the place where I live. Welcome to Teach Reach, a podcast to explore human connections through shared stories. Stories are what we store in the vault of our heart. Through them, we are exposed to a variety of voices to understand the narratives that shape our communities. We are all stories, those we know, those we live through, Those we fabricate and those we wish to deconstruct. However, we are not always at the center of those stories. We teach, you reach.
1: Hey Tanguy, tell me about Sika Valme.
0: Sika Valme is a multi dimensional artist, um, super talented. She plays several instruments, and there's something about her art that bring several worlds together she was born and raised in port prince haiti and we went to the same high school so she's a friend that i've known for a long time and she lives now between montreal new york and mexico so when she creates something and when she produces music or when even she performs on stage you can see the several like a reflection of all the migration and and she's an artist like she paints and she draws well so you can see like visual references of geometry and the natural world and human experience in all her art um so several worlds collide in her art and and even during the discussion she mentioned something like it's in the mixture that i exist and knowing that she's a creole artist right and and seeing the the meaning of creole it's a mixed and and to know that she's comfortable living in that mix is is very fascinating and and beautiful and also inviting because you can pull several thread from her music and and identify with that so so that was a great conversation with a teacher a songwriter an artist an activist um so i hope people enjoy the ride Perfect. I'm here today with Sika Valme, Jessica Valme. Long time coming. It's been a while. We haven't seen each other. Well, we've seen each other a couple of weeks ago, but I mean, you know, it's the first time in a long time that I've seen you within two weeks, you know. <laughs> so um, how are you doing today? Welcome to Teach Reach. How are you?
1: Well, Tanguy, thank you for making space for me in your, in your podcast um today I am doing good. We are we are Tuesday at the end of <laughs> August, I believe. The very last day. I am good, I'm just sitting in my living room right now in my living room. I'm comfortable. I'm in Vancouver and um I'm, I'm good. Thanks for asking. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am I'm thrilled to have you on the podcast today. Um I am very honored that you accepted to to come into that space, you know, to to touch on so many things that that you do, so many things that you that you have in store. Um, you are a contemporary Creole Canadian musician, performer, and illustrator. I think we can put that under the umbrella of like, you are an artist. Right? It's kind of like you touch on a little bit of, of everything. Where it, I love a little bit of history. Where does that come from that you touch on, like musician, performer, illustrator? It's kind of like those little hats. How did you?
1: Well, um, musician, it's pretty straightforward. Like I play the guitar, I sing, and I write songs. So I would consider myself, you know, a musician, a singer, songwriter for that matter. Um, I learned. Back in Haiti, Mm -hmm. where I was born and grew up Um, as a teenager. That's where I learned the guitar. And then, you know, for... um, And then I continued, like, moving on to Montreal, where I migrated. For the illustrator part, um, this is something that I, I started doing also as a teenager, Um, growing up in Haiti just drawing so I'm talking right now I'm talking about like handmade illustration this is what I do and then I continued studying um, visual Hmm. arts going on to college Um, and then it was the other hat there the adjective (laughs) contemporary to qualify everything (laughs) Um, yeah I, I believe that um I don't look, you know, I don't look for information in the past to create. And so I think I usually go for innovation. So I think for that matter, I feel very comfortable saying that I'm a contemporary artist and the research about like what mm-hmm. my sound and my design look like, they're, they're just like in line with what's happening, you know? Yeah. So I, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i love that you mentioned innovator here because you your sound i've been accustomed to your music since maybe your beginnings i would say i'm not fully in haiti Mm -hmm. but mostly in montreal and your sound and your take and your approach on music has always been uh, um unique and, and that's the innovative part and and you do you know you do kind of right now define your music as some definition you put in there was Creole lo-fi to some tag that you put on your music when you're promoting it online as yeah. Creole lo-fi. I, I listen to a lot of lo-fi, but I, what how, why Creole lo-fi? What yeah. is Creole lo-fi?
1: Well, first. Um, I think just like combining these two words already, you know, is is a statement by itself because I, I don't think I've ever seen that. And so now I have to deliver <laughs> what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I choose Creole because... Um, it's just by default not wanting to to um, tag myself as a Haitian artist because I feel like it's a very very small and specific box mm. by itself, and Creole for me it's much larger than um, speaking the Creole language that is my you know one of my mother tongues. I feel like it's a, you know it's a way of life. Um, it's 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 an aesthetic. Uh, it's a culture. It's a it's a, it's a like, it's a way of thinking. It's just a way also that I approach my creative process by um, intentionally and constantly like finding a mixture, um, and this is a sweet spot for my, for my work. It's always in the mixture that I exist, <clears throat> and so when I think of Creole as well, um, I feel like I'm not alone because Creole is spoken so many different places in the world um like but you know it's influenced by other main languages based on like whoever country that colonizes smaller areas where people actually speak creole and so and so for me like because i have this this idea of just like mixture and just like always looking for Making something that's innovative so for me you have to think how you can combine elements constantly um I'm thinking that whoever else speaks real on this planet might be similar to me in that regard and so I intentionally i'm 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 like making music that would appeal to those communities and then the lo-fi aspect um Well, because I also sing in Creole. So that is like something that's mainly, okay. I can understand it when I listen to the lyrics. Someone will be like, oh, I get that. Or I get a little bit of that, you know. For the Mm lo-fi aspect of it, it's just me trying to find a combination of words that is short and punchy and um, also creates like a you know like an imagery instantly that it's not like hard to get or you know to even pronounce kind of and it comes from lo-fi it's just like a sub i would say like a sub genre or like a style sub style of like the electronic genre and music and um for example there's chill hop you know chill um chill out there's ambient there's, just, there's so many different uh-huh. um, so styles within the electro. And so I just show lo-fi because I, I think that, you know, I could have said sci-fi, but because I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, this <laughs> is like, I'm always thinking like forward, forward. And then I'm also making um, uh-huh. electronic music for this new body of work that I'm making. Um, and so, Um, I thought that it would be, um, you know, yeah, a great way to just describe where I am right now with my work. Yeah. There's,
0: there's the, the, there's multiple influences in, in what you do. Where, where do you draw those inspirations? Because you were talking about Creole as a mixture um and there's the sound there's the fact that you sing in Haitian Creole. I re- I recently had a conversation with uh with someone that was from Saint Lucia. Yeah. And then that person started speaking Creole to me after knowing I was from Haiti, and I understood ninety eight percent of what that person was saying, and I didn't know that Saint Lucia's Creole would be that close to Haitian Creole. Mm-hmm. Um so there's a there's a mixture there's multiple influences, but it's not only the the singing it's the there's a special texture that you mention on the lo fi but what are those different textures and 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 mixtures that we find in your in your music it's it's
1: it's
0: as if it was trippy at least in, in my book
1: <laughs> yeah well yeah, I did say trip hop <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> So the specific elements that I'm drawing from the, you know, lo-fi or just like the electronic music in general um, that I really like and that I'm really influenced by are um, like ambient keys. You'll find that a lot. Ambient keys. Um, Sometimes it's just like jazzy. Uh, almost Mm. a lot of dissonance um, oftentimes when you look at chords um, there's a lot of um, if it's not echo you find a lot of delays oftentimes within um, instruments um, that that is applied either on the electric guitar um, or the keys or the vocals sometimes Um, I choose to sing for this new record coming up um, with a voice that is very like I'd say super grainy. So mm-hmm. I make sure that I don't sing super like um, like not loud, like just going for the intimacy. So you know, mm-hmm. when I'm when I, when I was miking my 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 voice to to do the vocal takes, um, I asked for a specific microphone and I said this is the way I'm going to be singing so I want you to capture this. So when you add that to you know the, the instrumentation that I just described, um, and now they just like there's like um, effects that you can apply on, on, on the voice. This is just like production side. So I think like whoever mm-hmm. I'm working with the producers could say more on that about that but this is just a little bit of what i of what i know i would just be like Mm -hmm. i like this 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 i want this 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 to be in my stuff so figure it out Mm -hmm. let's make it happen Mm -hmm. um and so like when i combine that i think that i'm i'm i end up in an area that is kind of like a suspended area so i feel like you're floating it's like an ambient that's where your trippy kind of like impression comes in you know Mhm mhm um and i and i don't like i don't rap um i leave a lot of spaces in, my, in between my words when i in my lyrics so that's the songwriting process so that's all intentional so it gives you time to to think and to hear the instrumentation after i just said a few words and then, you know so it's all mm-hmm. part of like the whole recipe and the whole thinking about that for that effect
0: <laughs> yes so, yeah yeah so there's a balance between the lyrics and the instruments uh um that that you feel now as and you said it's yeah. intentional and i and i love that but what is well you probably will not want to reveal what the recipe is but what is the proper balance of lyrics and music and and the instrumental part because myself i'm as a as a former poet I'm not retired but i don't i don't yeah. do a lot of poetry as i used to um i'm very very tapped into lyrics so much so that i can no longer listen to songs with lyrics because i pay too much attention to them <laughs> right so so it's like you're trying to find a proper balance and it seems that you find that proper balance but is there a way to adjust those things to find that proper balance Or is it just like trial and error
1: Um yeah, well, I think there is a there is a recipe, <laughs> there is a formula um that I probably master in a way that is unintentional, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I mean un- unconscious, I meant to say. You know, un- mm-hmm. I probably master it unconsciously. Mm-hmm. You know? Um the um balance i mean i think first of all if you're going if you're going to put yourself out there as a okay i'm doing like chill like chill out electro you already you're already putting yourself in a a box that is not mainstream so that's one So, because you're not mainstream, so you can just like make a list of everything that is not mainstream, and just make sure you do it in your songwriting. Yeah, (laughs) It it can be so many things, you know. So sometimes it's like, okay, you, I will give you a chorus, but it will be very subtle. Is home, and then you will feel good because you know this is a happy pattern, and it it's a whatever pattern, but you've heard it before, you know things like that, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're you're back in I don't know, a, a verse, but you know I just wait, I make sure I wait, when I, mm-hmm. when I, yeah, mm-hmm. to give maybe like every single part of their place. Um, without without being um, too mainstream about it in my approach. Um, you know, the lyrics, the melodies, and the instrumentation um, sometimes also just like the, the finish. for this for this record, um, the finish, you know like for this new record, I made sure that we were working with like analog, and also like super like polished sounds when you hear when you hear songs like for example vini vini which is a single that i released the first one um from this new body of work vini vini it means come come in Creole. it's very warm like it's hard for me to explain you just hear it if it's a warm sound so this is also playing in a way that you probably don't realize it's a warm sound Makes you feel good, so all this contributes to. Okay, um, I'm supposed to do something that you know that is from the Caribbean because I'm from the Caribbean, but I won't give it to you in a way that's too um, cliche. I'll give you some nice cadence that you're used to. You know, I'll give you some uh, guitar patterns, uh, guitar solos, um, maybe like a, a a a way of saying something. You know, when I say, like, déjà connais, like, you already know. You already know. People will say that also in English, right? So mm-hmm. I give it to you a way that you know, that you're familiar with. So then I put it in a context that is super foreign to um the listener at the same time. So you got to know your, your audience. And then I guess at some point you end up in that mixture. Once again, you end up in that junction. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It seems that your creative process takes a lot of observation and time. And in a world where artists seems, or in a world where they are asking content producers to always produce and produce and produce, how do you deal with that? You seem pretty, you know, centered and anchored. How do you deal with the fact that there's a pressure to produce and you know your creative process requires that observation, that time and that you know research pretty much
1: yeah um well, to be honest i don't I don't ever feel pressured that way because I have not put myself out there in the world to be a a a, a musician or like you know someone that makes music a music artist that live off my music. I am not doing that it's not something that is not my 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 you know my number one motivation to do music and so 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 as a result there's a pressure that i'm not feeling we're talking about like a new record that i'm that i'm about to release in a month right um going back to montreal to release uh-huh. that record but before that i did one record it, it was like 11 years pass in between uh-huh. you nope know? so So that kind of isn't an indication that I'm not like just chasing anything here, you know, other than maybe the fear of not being productive, you know, a creative person. The fear of not being a creative person. That's my own issue. (laughs) You know? That's what I have to do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I think that sets the stage by itself, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, and then the research. I think it's, I think it's just I think it's just who I am. I'm not making like an effort to be somebody else. I think I'm just like I do that. I research in order to to make to make work that resonates. I think it's a requirement <laughs> for whoever's creating things in the world. Otherwise you're boring. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I like the fact that you mentioned other there's not a fear of being unproductive it's a fear of not being creative uh it's it's kind of now it gets me maybe in my i'm wearing my philosophical hat here a little bit okay. what does how important it is to be creative or is it important to be creative what at least for you what what would you say and on a philosophical standpoint because I know that we, and as an artist, you probably <laughs> tapped into that side a lot. So,
1: <laughs> wow. on a philosophical standpoint, well, I don't. This is a hard question because that's going to say how much I know about philosophy.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, maybe <laughs> okay, maybe not putting you on the spot here, but I feel, or. or I don't know, it, it, it gets me wonder, I don't have an answer, but yeah. I feel that it was very interesting that you made that distinction between, for me, I always said it saw it as being productive, but you kind of like flip the script here from it's not about being productive, it's about the fear of being creative, of not being creative. right?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, one way that I can answer that is something that I've experienced. Um, In that in that ten year gap, you know, I was talking about like between the first and the second record because I experienced that and whether that was real, where I would I would want to like make a, a drawing, per, you know, for example, I just want to do something, create something, and I have a hard time, like I have a hard time coming up with starting it first of all you know, start just taking a pen and draw a line like it it's very hard and then I have to force, and I have to go through the process, okay, force yourself, so I'm forcing myself I'm taking the pen wherever it's going and then it doesn't feel good, this is hard to explain but it doesn't feel right and so I'm like, okay, maybe let's look at, you know the real world, look at a leaf and maybe try to reproduce that and I, it just, i feel stuck i feel stuck mm. and so it it's not a great place to be as a as a creative person and so this is this is what i make by that so um, mm-hmm. if i'm like okay um this is how i feel like how long am i gonna feel that way that's very scary to me you know um yeah and so that that's that explains what I said earlier. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like knowing that you have produced before, there's the fear of like, maybe I will not be able to maybe knowing that I have created before, maybe I will no longer be able to create. And you feel that's a, that's like a daunting place to be in.
1: Yeah. It's just a sweet spot though, when you're in, in a moment of, inspiration and and then you feel like what you're doing makes sense you know it feels good it makes Mm -hmm. sense it's um it's it's you know you made research you thought about it so there's there's no there's no doubt you just have to keep doing it that's the sweet spot for me so yeah i Uh... keep pushing myself and pushing 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 but i know i'm doing boring stuff that's not where i want to be
0: that's mm-hmm. just at least how I feel. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Um, and it's interesting. It's it's so interesting because I feel like we you give us a little window in your creative process, but I feel like when we express fear of where we don't want to be, like we open a bigger window into our creative process. So, so thank you for sharing yeah. for sharing that and for for opening that window. Um. I like the fact that the the Creole aspect is, even if you say contemporary um, Creole Canadian, but the Creole aspect is kind of like this, the first thing that comes in there in that line of identity. And while you were expressing that, you mentioned something that's also philosophical as well. It's always in the mixture that I exist. Um, now, existing in that mixture what joy does it bring you and what challenges have you faced as well living existing in that mixture
1: sounds good um to be honest um as a person as a haitian person who experienced well a long time ago we experienced colonization right so Whoever speaks real on this planet has experienced a form of colonization, right? Um, and as a result, I think their their identity, their you know, the food they're eating, the music that they listen to, the things that they like, the way they express you know affection, um, the spices that they like in their food, the way they dress, the art they like, etc. Um, it's always going to be you know not something that is huh, it's, it's hard to explain um, let me put it the other way it's just like i am not necessarily content with the with the um, one-way information that i consume so um, this is why i don't do compa for example as a haitian um, mm-hmm. artist um, because it, it it just stays in a specific community. It targets people. And so I think the second that I open it up to Creole, um, and for someone who experienced um, migration multiple times, um, I, and, and also I travel playing tennis. So this, these are the things that contribute to the fact that I, I, I am. Um, I feel joy when, um, I'm able to move around, experience culture, um, you know, um, singing in, in, in Creole, but also singing English. I feel complete. I feel complete. Then the, the Creole that I speak, there is French in it. There, there is English, there's German, there's Portuguese in it, um, Spanish in it. And yet, you know, that's the one, that's the one, um, that I speak. Mm-hmm. So, for me, the, the the second that I'm able to pull from diverse um, source of of influence and input. So, what I mean by input is that, you know, I intentionally also collaborate with people that are have nothing to do with my culture. Sometimes, you know, English is their second language to, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? English is a <laughs> yeah. second language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so like you know I work with someone um, from Slovenia to um, for the album cover and it's intentional I know other people but I went on Fiverr Fiverr Fiverr.com to hire this person I have a list of reasons why but you know I do that Um, and that's that's my joy you know it's just the way it is for me the challenges that Mm -hmm. come with that I have to you know Go back to the this, the initial question. Is there? I feel like the challenges that I'm I'm not sure if the challenges um, that that are outside of my control. It's more that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I think collaborating with people that never heard of me. Never even heard of what Creole is. They barely know what Haiti is. They know the Caribbean, you know. By doing this, these stretches, extreme stretches, yeah, it puts me in a place where, when when I work professionally with person, you know, we sign a contract, we sign an NDA, we, you know, we expect things from one another. I'm paying them. I'm expecting deliverables and things like that. So when I put myself in these zones, sometimes, you know, it's, I don't have the, we don't share the same humor, you know, kind of thing. We don't have the time to get to know one another enough um, to, to be in a, a position of like creative trust. So I have to monitor all the time what I'm, what they're delivering and what I'm saying. So that is, that would be the challenge. And, I, mm-hmm. and I'm most of the time facing wow. remote work because I do this kind of stuff. So I can't even sit down with them and let's go for a drink. And then, you know, you loosen up and then information comes out. I can't do that. At least I have not, I didn't have the chance to do that for the past yeah. three years with this project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and in this, in this project, it's, it's, um. in this project, there's a lot of movement. Naturally in your music, there's a lot of movement that's been informed by everything that you that you mentioned previously now as a Haitian person and also as taking the intention of not doing compas, which is our, you know, traditional Haitian music or most popular Haitian music, not necessarily traditional, but most popular Haitian music and knowing as well in the Haitian community, when we have one of our own, that's doing music, how do you, how do you face criticism? Like, how do, you, <laughs> how do you deal with that where it's like, well, you know, because in your music, you infuse little bits of, let's say, you know, some compa riffs and some. And then how do you face criticism that you don't stay in yeah. that main line here?
1: Well, first of all, I'm ready for it. And I have to. As, mm-hmm. a, as a creator, you just have to, uh, you're going to be in the public eye for like whatever scale, you know, big, medium, large scale. So have to be, I'm ready for it now. And because I'm not, I'm doing something that's kind of like not mainstream and um, it's so off the beaten, you know, ground that it requires an, another layer <laughs> of like being ready for like Kanye, you think like, you know, <laughs> but he probably was prepared for some kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know so hmm, you're ready for it but you also trapped in it because that's kind of like who you are right and it's who you are and also who, what you choose to do in this world so um aside from me saying that I'm ready for it which whatever you never know what's going to come to you <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um I also, you know, I also hear things like, "Oh, it's new, it's fresh." So I consider these things like oh, it's weird. I've had that, um, but I consider all, consider all of this super positive. You know, it's it's positive for me. Um, honestly, I have a, I I don't know how to answer this question because I, because I don't, I don't think I've experienced like criticism to to, to the point where it's super either hurtful or negative and it puts like, like um, you know, like it degrades my work or, you know, attacks mm-hmm. me on a personal level. I used to have like a bald head and I used to shave my hair, my head. And so like presenting, presenting, you know, like maybe male presentation for a female person and, you know, being super, like openly gay as a Haitian, you know, woman. So you know these little things like that. Also, again, like I'm, I'm ready for it, and uh, but I'm also super mm-hmm. subtle in everything I do. It's, I don't think that it's my identity. I don't present necessarily that way. And in, and in, in my, for example, and if you read about me, but if I show up some somewhere, you know, you're just gonna look at me and you're gonna make up an opinion, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I, I follow you, I follow you in there and I and I and I I think there is what I notice in your answer and, and we've talked about this before, not on the podcast specifically, but what I notice in your answer is that there's some sort of there's a confidence and a courage in who you are, what you are, what you bring. And I think it stems from a character trait, naturally, but it stems also from the the space and the gap and the time that you take before you decide to move, which is which is very admirable, right
1: yeah, I think and, you have a point i didn't I didn't think of that
0: and i and I think there was you know one time we last time we talked about you know facing criticism, I want to bring that up because I find that that was a great little way to as an artist it's it's like you you said it's not a test. It is education, right? Where It's like, I'm not testing the grounds. I'm not, I'm not testing my, my product. I, I, I know what I have and I'm educating people. And that's why when you mention, you know, people say it's weird. People say it's, it's strange. And you take that, you don't take that as a bad thing. You take that as, you know, that someone has been enlightened to learn something new. And which is, which is, which is a sign of, which is sometimes a sign of courage. And, and I, and I appreciate you sharing those things with us and, and, um, and making people aware of the kind of challenges that you face when you present to an audience, but also the, the resolve and the courage that is necessary to, to face those, you know, those people's expectations, I would say. So, so thank you for, for sharing that. And thank you for, for displaying that. Yeah. Yeah and um so now i want to dive a little bit into one of your singles that's called vini vini that you mentioned mm-hmm. and i i love to know what in with my students in my classes i do you know poetry analysis music analysis and all that there's a sentence in your in that song that says mm-hmm. good things come to them or to those qui merit. Uh-huh. Is that is that the proper the proper? <laughs> am I am I butchering something in there? I I wrote it down while listening to the music, and I was like, "Hmm, it's it's interesting here." Can can you tell me what's the essence of that of that sentence? Yeah. Is um, um, good things come to them or those who those key Yeah, so this, you yeah. got
1: it right. So the second the second take you did is the is the right one. Um, good things come mm. to those key Yeah. You wanted me to sorry. <laughs> well,
0: what what is that? What is the essence so, of yeah. that? Of that? Uh...
1: Yeah. So this is a a perfect example, in fact, of the mixture that we were talking about earlier, and this and it simply comes through lyrics, and you know, combining um, grammar, <laughs> that, you know, from two um, different languages, and and. Mix, make You know, mixing them so that it, it, it makes sense in one sentence. So whoever is speaking, mm-hmm. whoever is a, you know, speaks English, knows a bit of French, will um, understand that because qui mm-hmm. mérite you know, you would say that in French as well. Qui mérite le, qui mérite la, qui mérite, you know? And um, so, it also mimics the saying "good good things come to those who wait." This, mm. yeah, right. And so, I just like give it a twist because just trying to be original, give it a twist. So it's not necessarily who people who are waiting, but people who actually deserve to receive good things. <laughs> good things to them. <laughs> <laughs> Go for
0: yeah, yeah, to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: to get that, but you know, it's just like a little twist, basically.
0: Mm, mm. Now, now, I I love the twist. Good things come to those who wait. Good things come to to those to to those merit tale, and the, the the symbiosis of That's the a, languages works perfectly yeah, yeah. there. Um, now, now, is that? I know it's open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Is that a is that a critic a, a critique of the society? Of saying that it's not about those who wait, but those who deserve it. Is that is that a statement? Like what is it exactly that that sentence? What drives it beside beyond the, the creative portion of it?
1: Oh right. You know, I didn't I didn't sit down and and, and think about that line too much. To be honest, mm. I didn't give it that much depth. Other than other than, um, the, you know, the, the, the song itself, it's just like, a, a very subtle way of saying, hey, I'm, I'm writing the song for people who are not necessarily heteronormative people. Um, very, very subtle. If you listen to the lakes, you'll see that. So, as, you know, someone who is part of the LGBT community, so it's, you know, it's very common for people to, to, you know, they have a hard time meeting a partner, finding partners. And so that would mm-hmm. make sense to say, you know, be patient. You will find your, your person, whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> whoever gets that. But mm-hmm. I think that would probably apply, apply more to an individual that is um, not heteronormative, you know, um, now, the other part of that um that choice i just i'm just a strong believer of like if you work hard whatever that means to you you're doing something that requires effort and you know it and you're putting on the effort point blank you will get results it's very simple. Mm-hmm, and it stops mm-hmm. right there for me. So that's it.
0: That's that's beautiful. It's it's um that's kind of on my I I don't know, I'm putting my my fan of your music hat here. That's what I appreciate with your music. There's there's layers and there's subtleties and and there's subtle statement that is being made to the Towards a society, the subtle statement that is being made to encourage people to kind of, you know, uh, um, to 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 cultivate some sort of patience that you have cultivated with your own self too, um, and and I find that I find that very reflective, reflective in your in your music and and especially in that line. I mean, the, the layers and and the subtleties in there are are beautiful. Um, so. As, mm-hmm. as someone that is, um, as you have mentioned in describing this, this um the the, the portion of the lyrics yeah. that we have analyzed here, I would say, um, how is how do you live your activism? I, I the, the subtle activist um, um statement that you make here. How do you live your activism? as someone that's part of the lgbtq community how do you how do you move in the world to with with that identity uh, um, in, in your music or in your other artistic endeavors
1: right you know that's interesting that you 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 choose that word um, activism because Maybe it's way too subtle, but still people are picking up on it. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'm like, what? who's, that? who's the <laughs> activist here? Nobody's an activist.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
1: So to be honest, I never considered myself as an activist because I think everything I do is mm-hmm. so subtle, you know? It's so, mm-hmm. it's so subtle. and if And if I do, it would be, it would be for for my community as an as as a as a gay person and then it would be for um my community as a black descent person so the rest they're just like personal choices you know whatever you know food politics you know how I want to live my life things like that so um yeah. To be honest, I think that I I support activists. I like to say I, I don't I don't I don't even know. I if I were to put it as a statement, I like to advocate, but I, I'm not in the front line. I am not in the front line. Mm. I will be your backbone if you choose to be in the front line. Yeah, I think I don't know, I I fight differently if you want, you know. Yeah,
0: beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's in line with everything that you do, right? Because of that innovation ways that you have cultivated, right? That that's uh, it, it's it goes in line. It, it's consistent. Uh, um, I would say. Tell um, me. So we touch. Yeah. Sorry, Nick, can ahead. you
1: could you explain that? That's very interesting. How is it in line?
0: Well. You have cultivated a, a, you crafted a, a specific sound for your music as an artist. Yeah, we can say that, you know, Sika Valme is, is from Haiti and, and Sika Valme is an artist. And then in people's mind, they would put a certain box around what does it mean when I hear an artist from Haiti? But you crafted something that is very, Uh, um, unique and and inconsistent with how you perceive and approach art through everything that we've talked about so far so when i ask you the question about your subtle activism the answer is in line with the fact that well i'm not going to consider myself on the front line i'm gonna i'm gonna help you i'm gonna support you i'm gonna advocate Uh, um, but I am going to, 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 to fight in my, in my own ways. Right. And, and that is in line as well with, with the way that you do your music. And, and so that's what I, that's what I meant by, you know, by saying that this is, this is, this is in line and consistent. And, and, and it's a sign of, I don't know, it's a sign of, of experience. It's a sign of, of, of taking time to observe and to develop yourself as the person that you are. So, so that's something that I find was uh, um very you know, well well put uh, um for me, um, yeah. from what you yeah, were saying. Yeah, thanks
1: for explaining yeah. that. It makes a lot of sense. Well, now that you, the way you presented it, yeah, that's cool.
0: At least that's the way I understand it. Now, maybe well, <laughs> you as an individual.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it does make sense, but I'm it's I'm writing it down as you're saying it because it's food for me to reflect on. Like, what can I do with that? I don't know, but it's interesting
0: perfect perfect well I'm glad I'm glad I could I could uh, um, provide an right. explanation uh, um right now with this um so I, I was saying that we you know we travel through mainly your your artistic side um you have a, a, a an album a, a, an album coming mm-hmm. up um very soon what is is there a particular story that you are saying with that you're your, your telling with that album? Is there a particular story, a particular line, or a particular arc that you want to follow with that with that album? If so, what is it?
1: Yeah. This album is full of um, um, parallels um, and metaphors. So parallels between um mm-hmm phenomenons that happens in nature um and I think about ways that we as humans we, we evolve we evolve we grow we become different people you know we make new decisions for ourselves we decide the trajectory of our lives in the way that we can so nature kind of does that uh, you know in, in, in a way with the seasons which just like the influence of like the wind the sun um and then, and so i'm i'm making a lot of parallels with nature and self-development um which leads me to self-actualization as a a person who feels whole you know in that in that mixture so that's why i'm, I'm trying to push the creole identity and way of life um, um in that way, <laughs> in that metaphor way, mm-hmm. um, in, in the, in the next record and all the visuals that I'm creating, um, to accompany that it's either, um, through music videos, the way that I, you know, the way, the way that I choose to um, approach the storyline of a music video or the aesthetics. So for example, one of the songs I did, um, after vini vini is mango um you know mango is a it's the fruit that is eaten the most in the world and it's you can say that it's more than a hundred languages so i researched that to be able to say that today. wow wow well, i didn't know that wow <laughs> yeah but yeah okay so i have that song called mango so anyway so the music video for that it's an animation right so if whoever's listening to the podcast right now, um, um, is interested, I really encourage you to, to go look YouTube, um, and, um, you will probably get that, you know, get what I'm talking about with, um, um, you know, that, that, Creole thing I'm I'm just talking about all the time and then the, the the movement, you know, the influence of movement um, Related to migration because there's a, there's always going to be a chase for a form of home No matter what I think. Um, I'm going to have to accept that <clears throat> as a result um And trying to answer the question here. So yeah, so I I do that with the visuals as well. So it's it's either um with like the the artwork that i create um and then um you know the colors the fonts it's just design work the visual visual work design there not sound design but just like yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know if i answered the question properly
0: no you you have you have and and that 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 video is can be I feel it's a true the mangoes video. It's a true video in the sense that it can be consumed as a video itself, and it can be consumed as music. It's multi, multifaceted, and also multi, like multidisciplinary. I'm always struggling to say that word in in English. Yeah, um, yeah. It's kind of like there's there's so many things that's been put. Um, the the, the texture can be, can be, um, you know. It's very vivid, if I if I would say. Um, so I I love I love that video, and I and I encourage people to to see it, and all those things will be in the show notes, in the links, so people can click easily um, and go go find that, go find those those videos. Um, I wanted to to touch as well that you know you yes go ahead sorry
1: yeah I'm just making a gesture here um, so. Of course if it, you know like in, in that video specifically, for example um i I made intentional choices where if you pay close attention to to everything that you see in the video as as it progresses some are some are you know well executed than others, but you will see for example a a a start like a breadfruit. You know um that we as you know people of the caribbean or living in the tropics we we know it as um yeah, breadfruit or for us we know it as love as what is it man Lab you not know? uh, you
0: know
1: so the the breadfruit first you know when you look at it and i chose not to open it it's like a hole so when you look at it it's you know The person who's designing the album cover that is from slovenia for example they look at that they're like what is this like what is this thing it's not um it's not lychee you know it's 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 not sour sop maybe they know sour sop who knows you know um so it just makes it interesting but at the same time so it's bringing them to that oh what is this thing but yet, it's then just like in a in a music like context that they probably know. And then whoever is in is living in Mauritius, for example, that speak Creole in the island, they'd be like, "Yeah, man, like that's so cool! <laughs> like I just ate that for dinner. Oh my gosh, you know?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: And then you have like other things like uh cotton the cotton is i don't know how to say that it's a plant you know so you find it it's like it's a, it's very low in the music video so 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 there's a shot where you see my you see my feet you know just see my feet i'm walking and then i'm like passing by that plant so it's like a close up mm-hmm. it's a very very colorful leaf and this is something I grew up, you know, having in, my, in the garden where I grew up. It's like I'm obsessed with it. You find yeah. it here in Canada. You find it like when I was in Nicaragua. I found it. I found it in the states. Um. So. Yeah, th- th- this is like the subtle ways that I'm just like bringing bringing information into one frame. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You made me realize because I have a. I have a friend of mine. She's very well versed in all type of plants. I could walk by and snap a picture and send it to her, and within seconds she'd be like, "This is this, right?" And and you enlightened me here because in I would know plants in Haiti, like because they are part of like what we had in our backyard or walking. Like I would recognize certain plants, but there's certain plants here in that i've been living here for like 15 20 years that i don't recognize or at least their names don't come to me naturally because the environment is, yes, different, it is. But, right. you know i will, I would see your video right yeah
1: uh so, you know i've been looking for like hibiscus that's very a, a, a classic you know i could have put like in hibiscus in the video i was like uh, let's go for the breadfruit you know but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah I don't see that around here. Um, you're right. Uh, you're right. I could see how you, you would have a hard time maybe like finding 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 references in the flora that you know you grew up with. No, you won't find that. It's very it's, rare. You won't
0: you won't find that and and, and you feel and but at the same time there's a little bit of self-consciousness in there because I'm like, oh, I don't know plants, but you made me realize that I don't know plants that I've not been accustomed to right but i would know like my mom would send me to our garden um in our backyard in haiti to pick up whatever plant that she would she would plant there that would grow there and she'd be like here right um uh, yeah we have well in haiti i had a i had an almond tree like opi is yes. man, like um like i and and it's like people are like what you had an almond tree yeah we like most mo- a lot of houses and yeah. it's. And it's landmark kind of like, oh, you, you'll you find the almond tree and you'll know you're close too, right? Like, it's like there's a big almond yeah. tree in the back and you'll know that that's where you are, right? Yeah. So um, it's interesting that you mentioned It's
1: that. so great that you actually mentioned the almond because um, I did a lot of research about the, the almond and I found it's called tropical al- almond. If you type mm. al- almond, you'll see the almond that we're talking about. You see like a whole ass long word like in Latin maybe, wikipedia will give you and um i just want to give you a little something the album cover has almond leaves on it ooh, ooh. <laughs>
0: special exclusivity here like okay okay I-, I love that i love that the the exclusive uh, um visual has been a little bit a part of it. it. Thank you very much for because you know
1: it's probably just that. you, you and, and a few other people that would be like, totally. That's the almond tree. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Even even my yeah even my wife is from Guatemala, and they have a juice that she ever since I met her that she she used to talk about, and she's like, oh, we have um I think it's called Fresco de Jamaica. Fresco de Jamaica, which is, you know, fresco, fresco of Jamaica, right, of, of Jamaica. And then we have a neighbor who's Jamaican okay. who brought us fresco de Jamaica and she's like, oh, I brought you some hibiscus juice, right? Yeah. And then it popped in my wife. She's like, oh, my God, that's what it means. It's like, it's like it. it but. I'm like, yeah. For us, it's like it's shoe black. You know, it's it's just that's that's kind of like that's our one of our leaves, like kind of like a cultural, um, a national of official um, plant that we have. But it's just, I I feel like I'm more well versed in plants in Creole than I could ever been even in French. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's it's unbelievable, right?
1: For for a while, you know, like if you if you look at so, the music video has like a, the, the mango one, it has like a huge mango tree. It's very green, very round. The trees that we find here, they're not round, they're just a bit pointy most of the time. Mm, you know? um mm. But, anyways, but I thought about the Nim. You know, Nim? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my like, okay, God. Okay, I'm going to type Nim, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm never going to find a tree.
0: <laughs> what is the what is the proper term? Like you probably researched that. You probably researched that. What is neem? Okay, I will have to research that. Uh, um, um, I don't know nim, but um, I, I I know what it looks like in Creole. And I like it's interesting.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's strange. But anyways, yeah, there's things that we would not we would not find um
1: here here yeah,
0: it's, At, it's, uh, it's it's n it's n i m it's n i m like in creole all the letters get pronounced um it's n i m but i don't know if it's a French version that that they maybe that's gonna be some research to do after the after the <laughs> 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 after the conversation we're having Ian in the back channels here trying to figure it out you wrote um, the research oh you mean
1: them a <laughs> meme like <laughs> and <yeah.
0: laughs> that's interesting well we are we are talking about languages so languages inform your practice a lot right uh, um in terms of your your songwriting um oh he found it seems like it what is it aad indica okay. okay now i have to yeah yeah, in Indian La Ilec, nim tree.
1: Yeah, you found it.
0: Okay, okay. You found it. So, um, our producer <laughs> came with the delivery on the spot. Thank you for the research. What would we would do without you? So, it's called Azadirachta indica, commonly known as nim nim tree. Is it um, is a tree of in the mahogany family. Um, it's one of two pe- two species in the genus Azadirachta, and it is native to the Indian subcontinent and most of the countries in Africa. It is typically grown in tropical and semi tropical regions. Neem trees also grown on island in southern Iran. Its fruits and seed are the source of neem oil. All right. Well, um, we should we should start producing neem oil and then you know fund your tours. <laughs>
1: I, I, yeah, I will not let this pass. It's good information. Yeah,
0: it's great, great information, great information. Um, so in in I was saying languages inform your practice, but you are also you're also a teacher beside being just an artist. You teach as well, right? You are, you you have. You coach people. How how do can you can you give us a little bit of gist of of what you do as a teacher as a coach?
1: Yes. So I am I am a private um, French coach and I teach mm-hmm. French to entrepreneurs, um, you know, um, professional artists, and um, that's essentially it. So I work with adults um mm-hmm. that need french either because they're moving um for work they're changing they're migrating for work um or they're migrating you know for the life choices and need to they need some french to you know go about their life their social life their day-to-day or they want to target a new market they have you know French clients or French co-workers um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's pretty it's pretty specific so I spend one-on-one time with them where I have a list of questions to understand their motivation then I have them um, you know I have like us like a smart smart you know smart goals smart approach with them where mm-hmm. we, we try to identify, you know, you know, like as specific as possible, um what, you know, their goal could be in relation to mm-hmm. their improvement with the language. That's it. It's
0: amazing. That's amazing. So so that is in conjunction of your of your artistic endeavor and and that that make maybe also, you know, allows you to have to keep fueling that different cultural perspectives that that you have through your through your migration, right?
1: Yes. Um. It yes, absolutely. Because I I, I find myself teaching people oftentimes that are not from the Caribbean. They're not from African uh, country uh, countries. Um, they're not like um, Afro descendant people and so Mm -hmm. there's always something to learn about either their culture or their reality of whatever their their life may be (laughs) you know i don't know Mm -hmm. Mm um Mm -hmm. and i think as a result this is where my value comes in as someone who not only experienced migration myself so i have A bit of, I, you know, I have a bit, I have an idea, a pretty good idea of what it is to, to, um, be in a place where you, you need to make relationships, you know, to, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to, to function, to function, um, to function. And at the same time, because I know English and they usually know English, I'm able to, um, i'm able to use the language that they know to explain things to them and sometimes Mm -hmm. i feel like when when you go to 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 french um for example i started off doing that as someone who migrated to montreal which is a city where french is very much needed more and more um to be able to um work right Uh, in a workspace and so um, Man, I forget what I was saying there. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. I forgot where I was saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right.
1: Um, it's all right. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, here it is. So, in, in Quebec, so they have a program with the, the government where, you know, they, they have... They have people go do nine to five you know you know every every day schooling and it's super intense it's in groups and they don't pay attention to their to their specific you know need with the french and and so when they come to me they're able to make things more you know precise and we're able to like mm-hmm. all the stuff But what I was saying with the English is that they can switch to English with me whenever they want, you know, like, oh, my gosh, ah, I'm tired of speaking French. I'm, you know, let's just speak English for a second, just like cross over so I can understand this thing better. We make jokes and and that's (laughs) that's really good for someone who's learning that they can have like um, a place where they feel comfortable, which is being able to use English with me. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: That's amazing. That's that's beautiful to kind of like have that opportunity to to help people um, establish themselves in a place where they don't speak the language, but to kind of like bridge that bridge that gap between what they know and and getting themselves into the place where you know that that they are that they have chose to live. Um, we are getting you know ready to descend. Um, and to, to land yeah, yeah. it's 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 been a it's been a beautiful um trip right kind of you know looking at the different worlds colliding and and looking at your creative endeavors and creative process and creative mind I'm learning a lot about you um so that part of the podcast the last part it's always the part where we i ask my guests to prepare in advance to teach in one reach um that they would like to share with the audience, the teach is something that inspired you over the last few weeks or a few months or whatever time it was, and then the the reach it's a big you know um, people be better or society be better a big no no so so the floor is yours to share your teach and, and your reach yeah
1: so I'm happy to answer that I have listened to your podcast um, before approaching you and be like hey what about I join in <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I don't know.
0: the door is always open yeah.
1: <laughs> and so i i listened to that to that part of the podcast where, where people share that information and that got me interested in asking you if you if you ever had that question why did you choose to put that in your podcast <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
0: That's a good, that's a smart teacher move that you just, that you just use here, the, the flip or when people pay uno and then it's like reverse, right? Um, <laughs> if I had that, if I had that question, um, asked to ask of me, no, you are the first person who asked me that question of what would be a teach and a reach that myself I would, I would choose, I would answer. Um, my, I have only one teach over the last two, three weeks that I've noticed it's and, and the teach it's through conversation to multiple conversation that I've had with with people um, either for the podcast or friends and stuff like that and it's I feel there is a little shift that is happening with people around me where people are becoming a little bit more of um, grounded to their authentic self. So I feel people are looking more for advice from their elders. They are looking more to connect with their communities, um, and and I and I love that. That's a great teach because it's only when we go back to who we are, our roots, that we can know where we're going. So I love that. I can sense that there's a shift that's happening. Um, my reach is. Something for my teacher friends that are out there. I have made a commitment that when school starts to not ask students how their summer, what did they do this summer? Um, Because we equate vacation to having to have done something, to having... To travel to 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 go to the park to what about just resting what about just sleeping what about have no plans what about just you know go with a certain flow and i feel that there's a lot of students in our i don't know in our environment that feel that pressure or a lot of parents feel that pressure of like i need to have traveled with my kids so those are my that might teach in my reach <laughs> putting me on the spot here <laughs> thank you I
1: did not know you were gonna answer that so very cool thank you I'm sure the audience is like yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I must admit it's stressful though I, I know I and that's why I asked guests to prepare this in advance because when I started that I could feel the pressure before like, what are you, what? I, it's not something that I know that you're asking me to talk yeah. about. So yeah. I feel, I know, I know it's, it's stressful so I can understand.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I, w- when I was thinking about like, okay, how much am I going to prepare for this podcast? You remember and I answered you via email and I said, you know what? I'm going to do organically and it's the choice. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's it. And so when I was looking at the Teach Reach part of it, and I was like, okay, well, uh, okay, it's still, as, am I going to put it like in line with everything I just said, how much, well, a bunch of decisions, you know, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to write what comes on my mind, I'm going to write it down, yes. and then it won't be like a list of 10, it will be like maybe two, three, and I'm going to pick, <clears throat> that's it, and it's in line with just like what you said with, um, how about do nothing, that was my summer, what about you? It was super fun. I did mm. nothing. What about you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, you know what? Um, it's 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 from a book that I started reading when I when I decided to um, like take a break from Montreal and live a life where I'm, you know, remote you know it started it was super concrete when pandemic happened it was my cue to be out (laughs) and i started Mm -hmm. reading that book it's called the four hour work week Mm -hmm. and there's a part in there where um the author tim ferris who also has a podcast i'm obsessed with he said there's a part that says low information diet so it was a total Opposite of me as a creative person going around and researching stuff and going in depth So the low information diet applies to my just like normal, you know, my like interaction with people (laughs) Mm -hmm. Where I Want to be brief and I appreciate if people are brief too And um if I'm writing an email, I will be brief. I will take give out the key information because that's truly what you, whoever needs to know. So we can move on with whatever we, we're discussing. Um, and so um, low information diet. That, that's kind of like you know you can extra- extrapolate, but with that, and it just speaks yeah. for its, you yeah. know, like. Um, Less is more, but like, okay, low information diet, the stuff that you take in and the stuff that you, you know, put out as well.
0: Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. I love Tim Ferriss. His podcast is amazing. It's probably the first true podcast that I got into, um, with my commute. Um, and I've been, I've been following him ever since. Um, great guest, Um, and that, that, that book i haven't read it but i feel through listening to tim ferris like you kind of like it's kind of like little chapters of the book but i i do intend to read that book but thank you for for sharing that yeah that's amazing you know
1: that's really cool that you you know of him and that you listen to the podcast because the way that you ask questions i think that's where he excels tim Mm -hmm. you know as someone who's interviewing people it's to make a podcast interesting, you got to know how, to, what to ask. What's the angle? Because it can be boring so quickly. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, speaking of, I, I don't want to. There was one project that Tim Ferriss tried that I was like, why did you do that? And and I think he stopped pretty quick is... um he did a podcast where he was asking people that are successful to share the secret of their success but it was like just one question and then go right but the thing is it wasn't um it wasn't his regular flow of podcasts it was just the question and people had just to to speak and it got boring really quick because there was not that human interaction and it was just a bunch of not a bunch of people people that you know, that are very successful for real, but they were remote and just themselves with their machine and just, Oh, this is the question I have to answer. And I felt, I was like, Mr. Ferris, you need to change that. You need to either stop that. And he, I think he realized that pretty quick uh, because I've never heard of that. After yeah. that, he went back to his long form um, conversation, but great. I feel like he's a great mind and everything that he approaches. Um, he has his newsletter, as well, that's very very good. It's kind of like I guess it's a five point five bullet, five bullet Friday. Right, that's
1: it. that's it. Um, you get it.
0: Maybe maybe one day, maybe one day we'll have a teach reach. Yeah. Um, newsletter, you know, two teach and one reach. That's it. <laughs> and then off you go.
1: <laughs> remember that. Remember that. I remember that. I,
0: I I will remember. I will remember that. Maybe maybe the two teach and one reach. Um um newsletter. And then, and then, you know, we, we hope, we hope Ian will take on that because my hands are full with, with work. Um All right. So before we close, heard we, that. We, yes, spent, you we spent some times <laughs> we spent some time with Sika Valme um, today at the Teach Rich podcast. Before we close Sika, cool. where can people find you? Where can people follow you? Where can people um interact with the work that you do? before we, we close.
1: Okay, I'm just realizing I didn't get to say the reach and that's super fine. <laughs> that's
0: oh okay all right so <laughs> <laughs> that's, really okay. that's super fine. That's super fine. That's super <laughs> That's super fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. But now
1: I'm curious like you know <laughs> <coughs> Does it mean you're I have to enter it then?
0: Up, to you, okay, up so to you. We can put it now, we can put it in post, it doesn't you know, matter. You know,
1: I'll say you. it's super brief. So yeah, the low information diet was to teach. And the one reach is based off collaborating with, you know, a variety of different people for different um, artistic medium. Um, if... Okay, I appreciate when I'm told, no, I can't do it. No, I don't know how to do that. Here is what I know how to do. Here's who I know that could maybe help you. If you're interested, let's move on. Otherwise, I can't. I love it. So please, it will be that kind of (laughs) like... Who is creative out there? I don't know. Whoever. Working with someone like, say no. People appreciate that. It doesn't mean that you suck. It means that you're you're not giving yourself and the other person a hard time later on in the process.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. That was too good of a a reach to keep it to yourself. So thank you for that. Yes.
1: Um, Where can people find me? Um sikavalme.com S-I-K-A-V-A-L-M as in mother, E. Same for Facebook, same for Instagram. And um, if you're interested in French, I have another website. It's colorsandsound.ca So colors with a U. C-O-L-O-U-R-S-A-N-D s-o-u-n-d dot c-a and throws like other stuff about me in there um otherwise that's that's it and um i am always interested in like i said working with um with talents um people that have expertise in in t- tiny little like you know uh, stuff that are off the beaten path i'm interested in that um, And then, and then, uh, that's it. If there's brands out there listening, like whoever's like promoting health and stuff like that, outdoor lifestyle, you know, like um, organic foods, whatever. I am always happy to just like, you know, make custom illustration for people. I love doing that. Um, If there's an interest there, or um, you know, to. You know, give music, lights and music for for pushing a brand or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm into that much more than going on stage. Perfect. So um, I'm available for that, and I I want to thank you, Tangi. Yeah, I want to thank you for um, an uh, awesome time that we just had. We I don't know what time it is. It was long. It was fun. <laughs> and, <laughs>
0: Thank you very much um, I, I am I am very appreciative of having you on the podcast and and you know it's 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 always fun to talk to people. it's always fun to to deep, to dive a little bit deeper in what they do and, and and how they how they get to be where they are so so thank you so much for for spending time with us. Thank you so much for sharing with us. We are we are waiting impatiently for your for your album at least i'm waiting impatiently for your, for your album and and we'll make sure to direct people to your album when you when you when you release it Thank you for so listening you can, to the Teach Reach podcast. This podcast is produced by Dr. Lemstein Productions, running, mixing and editing by so, Ian Lam. So if you are enjoying thank this very podcast, very we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, or give us a review on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at teachreach underscore podcast. For our regular listeners, we truly appreciate your support. Thank you. You can find more information about our podcast at teachreach.podbean.com. Until next time, hang in there, don't give up.